Talk about proving us wrong, Ben. I mean, this was like the perfect possible outcome for the Blue Jays against the Cardinals. An 8-1 victory, Gosman pretty much unhittable. Uh, obviously, I mean, that's that's the only thing we got, right? But obviously, you know, we're going to do a day where we talk about the new bats the Jays need to get. And then they go out there and score eight runs. I, I can't say I'm mad. I'm, I'm happy to feel wrong in a lot of ways because uh, the Jays offense right now just feels so right. It does just feel so right. Ben and I will give you our takeaways from today's game and the series, uh, that little two-gamer. We will play the BR name game, a little bit of a return to that, and then we will uh, give some off-season move grades as we're around 40 games in, like we said we would. It's all on Locked On Blue Jays, and it's right now. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte and Ben Shulman with you on Locked On Blue Jays. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Thanks for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Ben, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. It's late. Um, we're not. Uh, we're not a Titans podcast, so I'm happy. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I'm doing well. I'm a lot better after this win. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, and, and it is good to see uh, the Jays bouncing back in a big way against St. Louis tonight. Uh, we kind of hounded them for weeks on end about the offense having no capability of scoring around 10 runs in a win because they did it a couple times in losses, but never really were able to do it in a big win. Uh, finally, they get to that point. They win 8-1 today, and it was that kind of game that I talked about a couple of times where it just seemed like the Jays could never put it together to where it wasn't a worrisome victory. They always had to tax the pen. You always saw Simber, Romano, Meza, Richards, Phelps, one of those names trotting out there in a game where you really wish they didn't have to do that. And tonight, Gosman is pretty much unhittable in six innings. Chicken Strip comes in for a couple. Andrew Vasquez sure, yeah. comes in to finish it off. And how about the offense today? Three dingers, two from Jano. Come on. Danny Jansen's a wagon. Uh, this guy, <laughs> this guy doesn't hit singles. He doesn't hit doubles. He's not even flirting with triples. He just only hits home runs. Uh, and I'm very much here for it. It's it's kind of ridiculous and it's horrifically unsustainable. I have to imagine, <laughs> but uh, for right now, it's a lot of fun to watch. And uh, this is sustainable. When he hits home runs, it's been like this his whole career. The guy hits moonshots. Like even though he's kind of skinny, he's got crazy power he's a tall guy obviously uh and he hit a ball like three quarters of the way up the foul pole for the first one and then 40 feet deep of the wall for the second one so that's pretty fun to watch uh if danny can help out the offense from the back you just see the confidence that they get kind of when they get one of the non-contributors really going and i don't mean non-contributor but you know what i mean non-focal point players going then everyone else gets going and you know for all the crap Vladdy was getting he gets two hits like things still aren't awesome in Matt Chapman land but everyone was mad at him for never walking and never taking pitches he walked twice today walked once yesterday so things are getting a little bit better and and Vladdy hit a ding or two it's just it's a good day it's a good day I to would, be Jay. I would like to return to yesterday's podcast just for sure. our uh, last block in which we did the fictional lines I want to give a little review on that 
Everybody was probably shook when they heard me say I'm going over on that hits number. But hey, I said at least nine hits. And what happened? 12 hits for the men in blue. I mean, come on. The only thing I didn't hit was my Kevin Gosman innings number. I thought he was going at least seven. He only goes six. All he had to do was go six and a third, and he didn't. Uh, but he did get that K number for me, so he got up to eight. Uh, I did pretty well in the fictional betting casino today. I did the opposite, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I hit one. Uh, I said Gosman was going to get those strikeouts, and he did. Uh, yeah, I can't believe. Honestly, if I were to have locked anything in, it would have been Gosman to go six and a third. So I'm kind of baffled at that one. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not mad at all about losing the hits one. I. Uh, I was taking by a long shot the trends on that one, but to not get Gosman six and a third is tough. But there's a, a you know I've said it many times, maybe not on air many times, but I've said it a couple times on air, many times off air. I'm a terrible better. I'm not good at it. I I might be the worst better per sports watched and consumed per day. So it's just <laughs> it's not worth my time to put real money, which is why I do this stuff. Oh, well, I, I appreciate the honesty there. But it also shows you just how baseball uh, is such an unpredictable sport. and Really, anybody can win on any given day, and that's what we saw today because the Jays were struggling in terms of, of offensive categories. Uh, pitching was fine, and as it, it's continued to be solid, solid, at least the starting pitching has. Uh, but they came out and just were great in every facet of the day. And if you look down the box score, uh, and just the line for the Jays, it's good to see as well that some of the guys who haven't really been hitting at all uh, kind of entered the mix. I mean, I'll take a one for four day with a walk and a run scored from Rymel Tapia. If that's what he's going to give you, like, I'll take it every single time, especially because he's been so bad. And we'll get to that in our uh, a couple blocks from now. But, you know, also, uh, Alejandro Kirk got it going a little bit, a two-hit day for him. Like you said, Matt Chapman started to show up a couple of walks and a hit and a run scored for him. So it was kind of everybody getting in on the party uh, and the Jays kind of turning into a team that we know that they can be, Ben, uh, and kind of giving us that flash. So it's been nice to see, certainly. But now the next question, of course, that follows is can they keep it up? Can they continue to, to put on performances like this? And that doesn't necessarily mean you got to go out and blow teams out by seven runs. But non-save situation wins half the time would be really nice. Uh, and I think that we'd appreciate that, the media, uh, as well as the fan base would appreciate that. And I bet you Jordan Romano would too. Yeah, he, he would. And I'm sure he appreciates, you know, for the wrong reasons he didn't pitch in game one, he doesn't pitch today. And, well, today being the game day, because we record after games, and then he doesn't pitch actually today, the day you're listening, because the Jays are on an off day. So that's about as good, other than when he's, you know, pooping a lot. That's the most rest that he's gotten in a long time. So you got to you gotta hope that Jordan Romano's arm between, unfortunately, the gastrointestinal infection and then this is about as fresh as it's been all year because they actually haven't had to use him a ton uh, out of necessity and then, in this case, out of luxury because they had such a big lead. Uh, they need to keep it going, though. You're right. And it's unfortunate that I think they couldn't build up a little bit more of this momentum versus Cincinnati, at least, because yeah. while I'm not doubting it, uh, you have the Angels coming up who, granted, don't pitch very well, but at the same time are swinging the stick pretty well. Uh, and then you have the White Sox coming up 
who are playing a lot better than they were about a week and a half to two oh, they weeks did just ago. Get blown out by the they Red did. Sox by 13 runs. That's true, but the Red Sox are also playing a lot better than they were it's true. about a Trevor week Story's ago. Trevor Story's out of his mind. Out of his mind. True story. Um, That's terrible for me. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> and then they have the Twins, who are a good baseball team again, I guess, until they uh, play the Yankees Buxton in the catch playoffs. today? No, that I was did not insane. Oh catch. my goodness. It was a crazy diving <laughs> catch. It was ridiculous. I was worried because that guy's made a glass that he would get hurt, but he didn't, which was huge. I, I hope he stays all the way until they very predictably play the Yankees in the playoffs this year and lose. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, those are three tough teams legitimately to pick up non-save wins against. So I think we're going to find out what they're made of in the next 10 games. And I'm not trying to section off other sections because we're getting close here to our 20-game slice that we hit a couple of weeks ago. But uh, these next 10 games, tough stretch. Then you get KC and Baltimore, but I'm not going to be that impressed if you get non-save wins there, even though, let's go O's, the Orioles are also a wagon like Danny Jansen. Yeah, I just watched the Orioles play some baseball very recently, and uh, they're better than they than they seem, or at least their bullpen is. I mean, I was surprised, and I have been surprised kind of all year long, that they've pulled a little bit of a raise, and they're just pulling guys out of nowhere that just pump gas and have crazy off-speed pitches. So, uh, you know, they're you know going to be good. They're going to end up being last, but they've got a lot of talent on the way, and in two years, it might be a different story, so... Uh, keep your eye out for the Orioles. All right, Ben, let me tell you about LinkedIn. Uh, I didn't, you didn't see that one coming. With spring in the air, it's a time of renewal and growth, Benjamin. Personally and professionally, as your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people then add your job and hit the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can find help uh, can help you find the right people simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can, can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's keep rolling here on your Wednesday edition of Locked On Blue Jays. Thanks for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. He's Matt Bonaparte. I'm Ben Schulman. It's time for the baseball reference name game. Remember when I, I – Kept saying Bleach Report for like three weeks. Yeah, was, I actually think tough. about it every time I say it. I've snapped out of it, sure and I, I like it. that I've made you, you uh, conscious of it now. So that's cool. <laughs> so the baseball reference name game, uh, the YouTube community could be new to it because we haven't done it on YouTube before. But uh, for all of you that have been listening to the podcast on audio form for a while, you know that essentially we believe that baseball reference has a bunch of nicknames that no one's ever, ever called a player. Or like maybe one person said it once, and they've just – Bang! Nickname. Cool. 
they're just collecting nicknames like it's nobody's business. So we take Blue Jays, although admittedly we might have to switch off only Blue Jays soon because we're running out of people. But yeah. we take Blue Jays and we find the guys who got weird nicknames. Sometimes we just go back and type the nicknames we don't know because, again, we're running out of Blue Jays. And we do one truth and two lies, and you have to guess which nickname is real. In the all-time series, we don't know the total score, but what we do know is Bones is a game up on me because we were tied for like four weeks in a row, and then he beat me last time that we did it. Are you ready to go, Mr. Bones? I am ready, Mr. Ben. Uh, would you like to go first or should I? I want to go first. Okay. Uh, my first one is Darwin Barney. I thought of him because I he was him. the first player to stump me on He Was a J, uh, which is pain for me, but uh, it's okay. Darwin, uh, I'll get you back one day. You never know. Um, <laughs> all right, so scary. It was a little ominous. There was no uh, malicious intent there. I love you, Darwin. Um, all right, so do... Everybody in the world nicknamed Darwin Barney, Darbar, West Coast Kingpin, or Sweet Strut. Darbar, Darbar, West Coast Kingpin, or Sweet Strut. All those nicknames suck. Like whichever one is his <laughs> actual nickname. Because he's not cool enough. I'm ruling out West Coast Kingpin. He's not cool enough. I love Darwin Barney. Uh, he's no kingpin. I think he thinks he's cool enough. He walks well, up yeah. to Return of the Mac. He does walk up to Return of the Mac, but that's not like a kingpin. Is like is like a gangster, you know. Um, a guy who walks up to Return of the Mac's nickname is Darbar. Darbar is correct. Let's go. <laughs> I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was close though, because you know West Coast kingpin. I thought had no chance, and then Sweet <laughs> Strut. I was gonna do Sweet Strutter Supreme, but I knew that you would. Suss That's me out. too so, much alliteration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet Strut. Me out. Sweet Strut was like there, like it was in my brain, I'm proud of and that. it all was right. rattling it's around. Though. It's okay. Um, all right, so I hit on the first one. I'm a half game back right now. All right, are you ready to go? I'm ready, man. All right, mine's Joe Biagini, fan favorite. Here are my three nicknames for Joe Biagini. And you, Bones reads me really well, and now that we're on video, it's, like, way like worse, book, I feel man. like. Yeah. So I'm just going to smile wide through all of them so that it looks <laughs> like I'm being super bait with all of them. All right. Jeffrey. Moose, Jeffrey? And the Frog what? King. What? <laughs> the Frog King? Jeffrey. Moose. The Frog King. And I need to stop wide smiling. Jeffrey's out. Look like a, a psychopath. Uh, it's either absolutely Jeffrey or there's no chance it's Jeffrey. It's like, Jeffrey? Like, why would it be Jeffrey? You wouldn't have thought of Jeffrey, though. You never would have just said Jeffrey. Moose, like, ten guys are called Moose. Like, or ten guys a team are called Moose. It's not Moose. Uh, the Frog King is something that I would say. But I don't know if it's something that you would say. I'm going to go Jeffrey. Jeffrey is correct. Oh, you said it was no way it was Jeffrey. I thought I had you. And then all no, of a sudden I was back you, turned, in, man. you turned back on your head. Yeah, it is Jeffrey. He's got a lot of nicknames. Uh, Genie, some other stuff. But Jeffrey was my favorite one. So Big for me. All right, you're back right. up again. My second one is Justin Smoke, who was a great Blue Jay, actually. Yeah, um, sneaky. 2017, fantastic, Jack. Uh, all right, Justin Smoke, was he Smokey the Bear, Mokey, or Smokesy? 
Oh, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rule out Moki. Um... Smokey the Bear, Moki, or Smokesy? I don't know. This is great for our audio only listeners. Yeah. I um, while well, I'm staring at okay, so I've got to, I have to explain my thoughts. That's how you do a video and audio podcast at the same time. Um, Smokesy. Smokesy, like, doesn't sound good, which makes me feel kind of similar to Darbar. Like, maybe you didn't make it. Um, because Smokey the Bear feels like a little too, like, creative. Oh, Okay, never mind. But at the same time, this could all be like a reverse psychology. And I'm not doing Moki because I just so don't believe anyone called him that. And if they did, then like I'll die on that sword. I'll fall on that sword. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Smokesy. It's a terrible nickname, but Moki is correct. Oh, no one called him Moki ever. <laughs> I know, not ever. A no way. Not once. Never once. Not but it's once. There. If you go into baseball reference, chick. it's Moki. Brutal. Not for once. They better claim that was some sort of like Seattle or Texas nickname. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for Scott Feldman? Yeah, man. All right, here are my three for Feldman. Fuego, grilled cheese, rhombus. Fuego, <laughs> grilled cheese, rhombus. Well, it ain't fuego. I'm taking that right off the board. Grilled cheese or rhombus? <laughs> rhombus? Rhombus is insane. What would make somebody a rhombus? Like, I mean... Technically, like they would diamond. have two like... sets of even sides. Uh, <laughs> a couple parallel sides, man. Yeah, no right yeah, angles, right. I believe. Or is a square also a rhombus, technically? I don't know. No, a square is not a rhombus. You know, like um, some, you know, I don't know. So it's rhombus cheese man? No, grilled cheese. <laughs> cheese man. <laughs> I just, uh, I gotta go rhombus here. <laughs> it's not rhombus. That's a Dang. new creation. It's fuego. What? <laughs> what? I should have known that because when I said I rolled it out, you got the biggest smile on your face. Yeah. It's like, fuego. Well, no. <laughs> I can't handle rhombus. I was sitting in bed and I was like, because I just got home from work, I was like, there's no way he's going to buy rhombus, right? <laughs> like, he's, he's going to immediately disregard rhombus, but you bit. <laughs> Well, because I really wanted it to be rhombus. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would be nicknamed a rhombus. I have no explanation uh, for it. Wait, no, one... he can't throw hard. He's like 93 mile an hour sinkers. Yeah, but this is like this is like 2006 in the minors, I'm sure, when he's getting okay, nicknamed. So like, oh, that guy's throwing gas. They're like, that man's a rhombus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> your turn. All right, my last one is Steve Pierce, ALE's tour himself. Uh, he's played for every ALEs team. He turned into Babe Ruth for the 2018 mm-hmm. World Series and broke my heart. Um, I don't like Steve Pierce as a baseball player. Maybe he's a nice guy. But uh, here are his potential nicknames, Ben. Are you ready? I'm going to assume you are. They are Late Lightning, Steezy Steve, or simply Mr. Clutch. I mean, he is not Steezy, simply. Like, he's just like a... He's like me. He's just like a creative player, white dude. Um, <laughs> no offense. I mean, he's a good one. 
Like he's the World Series champion. Was he the MVP of that World Series? Yes, he was. Yeah, that's a great creative player outcome. Um, Steezy Steve, what were the other ones? That's the only one I can remember. Late Lightning. Late Lightning. Or Mr. Clutch. Mr. Clutch, final answer. Incorrect. It was Late Lightning. What a weird way to describe being clutch. Yep. Yep. Yes, it is. I don't. That makes no sense. But I thought that was your deke. I like the, both of those were the same, so I ruled out Steezy Steve. Also, again, because he's not Steezy. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't. Okay. Well, I need you to miss this, or you go two games up on me. I believe. Yeah, I need this. Um, okay, let's do it. Uh, David Price, uh, half season Blue Jay, is mine. All right, here are your three. I have to smile through the whole thing again because I really don't want to give a tell. Um, Funk Master, no Slim shot. Duncan, Mean String Bean. No shot. It's Funk Master. Not a chance. Guy's not funky. Um, what was the second? String Bean and then Slim King? Slim Funk Jim? Master, Slim Duncan, and Mean String Bean. Mean String Bean's not half bad. Slim Duncan, like Duncan, as in like the coffee company, the it was spelled basketball, like, or is it Tim it was Duncan? Spell, the way I'm spelling it is like the coffee company. You can take that as you want. String bean, final answer. Slim Duncan. <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know why. Uh, mean string wear... bean was fantastic from you. Thank you. Thank that you. Was I, today was my best Deke day in a while. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, no shot. It was Funk Master, but uh, Rhombus was the was the nickname <laughs> of the uh, of the session. And I leave this one uh, still only back one game, so I will take that. Absolutely, uh, that is not the end of the world for sure. But Maddie Bones, uh, if you're ready, I'm ready to move on to our off season grades because uh, we don't have a sponsor here yes we don't uh <laughs> but you'll hear one you hear a couple anyway because we have a couple ads um that's true. <laughs> that's true that's a lot of inside baseball for the folks at home <laughs> all right it is time for our off-season grades of course the jays made a multitude of off-season moves this year matt chapman kevin gosman you say kikuchi bradley zimmer and rymel Tapia. i'm not forgetting anybody am i that's it there were some, you know, like they traded Reese McGuire for Zach Collins. We didn't really deem that uh, yeah, important enough. Like these guys are at least on the roster <laughs> that we yeah. have still here. Like signing Taylor Heineman, um, <laughs> you know, signing Joe Biagini. Um, um, okay. I I want to start with Rymel Tapia uh, because this was a big trade um, and – it was one that sent away, I believe, in Randall Grigic, of course, but I believe he was the longest tenured Jay at the time of the trade, correct? That is correct. So this was a pretty big trade in terms of fans and whatnot. Like that was a guy the fans have seen. He was the only guy who was still on the twenty fifteen team, right? He oh no, he wasn't on twenty fifteen. But he was on oh, twenty eighteen. Oh, he was on eighteen, but he was the first guy. Before they started this turnaround, he was the first guy to sign a long-term deal. He signed a five-year deal. And it's one of those where it's like at the time it was a big deal. And then by the time he got good, he wasn't a star. But you remembered like, wow, this guy was like kind of the focal point of the lineup when we were down in the dumps. 
and brought us kind of was with us for the ride back up, you know? And aside from 2020, which doesn't count, uh, Randall Gritchick didn't have a season with the Jays where he didn't have at least 25 home runs. So uh, he was a guy who put the ball in the air. That's kind of what he was known for. And a lot of the time it went out of the park. Uh, so he, he was a good power hitter for this team and, and traded straight up for Rymel Tapia. Ben and I agreed at the time that it would be a good win-win because Colorado needed a guy who could put the ball in the air, of course, playing course field. And Rymel Tapia fits in or we thought would fit in well with the Jays lineup being a guy who has speed. He's a great contact hitter, and he nearly doesn't strike out at all whatsoever. Uh, but he changed his entire approach to the plate when he came to Toronto. That was something I've heard many times on Sportsnet broadcasts. Um, and he doesn't really do the two-strike approach anymore where he got down to the catcher's level and just tried to make the strike zone as small as possible, which is upsetting for me because I, I like that from you, Ben. Um <laughs> It, it, upsetting for me because I really was excited to see him crouch down and try and like speak to the catcher. Um, but you know, it's what it is. He tried something new and it is not working for him. A 228 batting average. And what's even worse is a 532 OPS dude has struck out 26 times uh, thus far this season, which isn't terrible, but he ain't good. He's just not good. And I got to say, I'm giving this, I'm giving him a D minus. Yeah. I, I went F. <laughs> um, that's fair so and again these are the 40 games in grades so who he knows turns around who knows and also and i'm not saying this is how i want the trade to even out but part of the reason it's an f for me is that gritchick's played pretty well he started off a really hot yeah he's he's come back down to earth a, a decent amount but oh, if actually, Gritchick, i have it as an f i, I read i read the wrong one yeah <laughs> if, if gritchick tanks too then all of a sudden it's not as much of an f like i factor in what was given up for what you were getting in these trades uh, but think about you know the way lourdes is sitting right now or when tay oscar went out if you could have randall gritchick in the outfield who a lot of people forget is a plus defender uh the reason they they got rid of him for tapia was not to get any better defense it's like you said contact bat left-handed hitter well, he's not making any more contact or getting any more hits than Gritchick, and all his hits are still singles, and he's not any better in the outfield. So, uh, yeah, I think they've pretty much lost this one very clearly through 40 games. Uh, it could turn around, but also I think a lot of people would be cool if the Jays just found a new guy to put on the bench instead. Uh, probably not Tapia, the first guy taken off the bench, but you know what I mean. But, yeah, I mean, they definitely need somebody else because Tapia ain't cutting it. Um, let's go to the starting pitching. Gosman, I think we both have as an A. I had A plus plus. I don't know if that's okay. A yeah, that works. Same thing. Um, that's a because especially the guys, the guys nasty. Guys nasty, and everyone was like, "Oh, you let Ray go," and Gosman's just been like markedly better. I mean, an incredible move in hindsight. Incredible. Yeah. Move. yeah, took a guy who actually had a, like I love Robbie Ray and really appreciate his season, but you could tell that there was like an actual track of Gosman continuing it. Whereas like Robbie Ray's numbers didn't really make sense with how yeah. he pitches usually. So yeah, that's huge for them. Uh, yeah. Gosman pretty cut and dry right there. If that's not your answer, I think you're just a pessimist. Um, let's go to another arm. You say Kikuchi. What's your take I, on Kikuchi? I got, B plus. I got a B plus. I got a B plus. I think you say has been good. Um, he has been. He, he's been good every once in a while. He gets you in a lot of trouble, but he's still the four or five starter. You have him for three years, and right now he's got a mid to low three ZRA. So I, I'm pretty happy with you. Say I think that was a good signing. If he continues to pitch for you know 
uh, uh, the next couple months like he's pitched for the last couple months, the Jays will be happy. The one thing I'm a bit worried about with him is that he leads the AL in walks. He's walked 23 guys in 36 innings, which is not a good number. Uh, and if you compare that to what he had last year, he's on pace to smash what he had last year, which was 62 walks in 157 innings. So he's going to have to figure that out because he's been good. Uh, he's been better than we've seen him in the past, but his whip at 1.26 is a little bit higher than I'd like it. Uh, and that walk number certainly has to come down. But he, but he's getting his strikeouts. He's got more strikeouts than innings pitched. He's not allowing a lot of runs. Uh, I mean, I, I think he has been way better than I think the pessimistic Jays fans would have expected because, you know, coming in, he wasn't a guy that had the crazy statistics. He wasn't a guy that uh, was incredibly flashy, but you knew he could probably get the job done. And that's exactly what he's been. Uh, and if you go back to our earlier podcast, if you've been listening since back then, you would have heard us say that we don't expect him to have the two ERA or the insane strikeouts. We expect this guy uh, to go out there and his ceiling be have the high three ERA and get the job done. That's exactly what he's done so far. So uh, I'm going to be for Kikuchi. Uh, I think he's been good. Yeah. Um, how about the hot corner, Matt Chapman? So my, mine, I don't, I really don't know where you're going to go with this. Mine might be controversially high in a way. It's going to uh, be. I, I knew it was. I, I have a C um, because – so the hitting hasn't been there. Absolutely not. But I, I can't deny through 40 games this guy hasn't been a, a gold glove level third baseman. He's, he been. Been, he's just been dirty. And this team continues to win games when they win by one or two runs and people are hitting absolute nukes right in his face and he's just making stops. So I'm, I'm a little bit higher than most and maybe it's just me kind of like defying the rules of this game and being like, well, it's very early into what I think is going to be an incredibly fruitful contract for the Jays. Uh, but I – I'm still pretty cool with Matt Chapman. D plus. Okay. Uh, you cannot be. You cannot come here and try and sell yourself. I know he's not necessarily yeah. selling himself, but a lot of people think this guy is an All Star caliber third baseman, and you cannot be that if you cannot hit the baseball. Uh, obviously, this is subject to change. You could get better and shove that down my throat, which would be cool. Uh, but right now you're hitting you hit 189 coming into today, uh, six homers and eh. 17 RBIs, ugh. six homers, three strikeouts. Good. Yeah, eh, it's eh. Um, 17 RBIs is brutal. Um, the guy's just not getting the job done at the plate. Is his defense good? Yeah, that's where he gets the plus. But uh, the offense really has to be there. He's just been incredibly underwhelming. And I don't have him as an F. I don't have him as a D minus. He's a D plus. He's creeping into the C range, but he's got to get that average to at least like 240 to be anything I, passable. I will also say part of uh, what I factored in, and maybe this is wrong, uh, was I just don't – I'm not like that sad about what they traded out to get him. If That's, you know fair. I mean. That's um, fair. So like still like they traded Zach Logue and Kirby Snead, and it's like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, right, I'm, I'd rather have Chapman. Last one, Bradley Zimmer, machine, where you got him. Uh, so I have him as a higher grade than Rymel Tapia. And the reason why is the and same thing kind to be of lower. as I said with Chapman. Yeah, can't be lower. Easily uh, could have tied him. But uh, with Tapia, you traded Randall Gritchick away. With Bradley Zimmer, you traded Anthony Castro away, who I really didn't think was going to factor in anyway. Uh, so I have him at a D. 
because uh, it's still it hasn't gone well, but he did hit a home run off Justin Verlander, and I don't think that wildly uh, underrated that Castro was gonna was gonna do anything. So um, I have him as a D. It, it hasn't gone well. I think the Jays are actively well. I don't know this for a fact, so I'm not gonna say that. But I think Jays fans believe the Jays are actively looking for a new person on the bench but um I six think hits in 48 plate appearances that is not machine like not, not great although you taking plate appearances is me and when you're talking about only okay hits, sorry say. let me go back <laughs> six hits in 45 at bats exactly those actually <laughs> matter um, but yeah i have them as a D. Yeah, uh, I got a D minus on that. All right. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen today. And I make your second listen to Lockdown MLB podcast with our MLB expert, Paul Francis Sullivan. He brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you tomorrow.